0: Can you hear me now?
1: Yes. Okay. i Did you such maybe idiot, have it man.
0: muted? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. I are fucking muted.
1: Yeah, that that does happen.
0: Oh, uh, I'm having a Malteser. Okay, you got deserve it.
1: it. So that was stressful for all of us, and we made it. We made it through. Wow, you got a box Malteser. What are you celebrating? Yeah.
0: Well, Fucking Lauren got for Inheriting me for a carbon. 100
1: million dollars. Jeez.
0: Apparently they were more cost effective than buying like the the actual the bag. bag. So, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. What okay. have you been doing?
1: Oh, not much. Just did a little bit of a crossword. I just tried to make a coffee and then the coffee machine didn't work and then I went and bought some descaler, and then the thing exploded everywhere, and now I need to call the support line, but they're not open until weekdays.
0: Okay. So I'm having a a cup of of tea. I'm picking up on some weird energy. I don't hate it, but it's... I
1: don't think that I've had any weird energy.
0: (laughs) There it is. There's the weird energy. Your weird (laughs) energy is just you turning into a A little ape yeah goblin thing <laughs> how are you I'm all, uh, we're both not we're not both not drinking uh
1: famously kind of our best episodes are the ones without social lubricant
0: yeah i'm a little bit tired you, you honest, seem a bit so... flat
1: and i feel like you're projecting what you're calling weird energy onto me when possibly it's coming from
0: you yeah maybe it is. I just um just didn't really I slept for like 3 hours last night. Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, just cuz global warming. If I go to bed later, you know, say on a weekend, if I go to bed later, my body clock these days is so like um tight precise that I so precise that i am just like waking i don't need an alarm i don't think anymore i don't i know i can't even remember the last time i woke up from my alarm yeah right like i wake up before my alarm every time yeah right so I, if i go to bed later i'm fucked because i'm going to wake up at the same at, time you know same time and yeah. i'm not going to be i can't fall back to sleep ever so there what about you go. in the middle of
1: the night do you ever wake up in the middle of the night
0: all the time all the but time but you do fall back to a, sleep no, not necessarily. That's why wow. we've talked we talked okay. about this a few weeks ago, I think. But like, yeah, if I wake up in the middle of the night, like I did the other night and my housemates came back late and they slammed the door, woke up 3:30 a.m. and I'm like, I am I am fucked here. Like I I'm not really? going to go back to sleep.
1: Really? So, you know. But do you think that's self-fulfilling now that you've decided that that's how your body Possibly. works?
0: I think that's probably true but I don't know how to remedy it. Remedy it. Oh, well, I said that. <laughs> remedy it. I don't know, don't know how to remedy it. it. Um, I don't know how to remedy it.
1: Have you tried like a podcast or putting something on for your brain to think about?
0: Yeah, I do that all the time. And then I, and then it becomes this like weird thing because you don't want to look at the clock. Cause that's a big, no, no big, no, no, um, in the trying to fall asleep community. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but then the podcasts become their own kind of barometer of time,
1: right? So if you're feeling, you know what the I mean, because then I'm like, over.
0: yeah, and right. then I'm like, I've listened to three podcast episodes at ninety minutes each. I'm like, I've just wasted four and a half hours. Yeah. Well, not wasted, but I'm just like I've been awake for four and a half hours. Yeah. So what about it's like always a meditation nice for when thing. you. Yeah, maybe I need to do meditation.
1: Like, put on yeah. some sleep sleep music kind of vibe plus a little bit of gentle storytelling sort of
0: things yeah that might be good you've got that sleep cycle alarm clock don't you yeah
1: they've got a whole bunch of like gentle soundscapes slash little story things now so you could put one of those on like some white noise stuff some
0: thunder well what about brown noise have you heard about brown noise yeah it's just
1: the noise of people shitting
0: You could have gone a few ways there and you went with poo.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I went poo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll cut this out. We'll cut all (laughs) this out.
1: (laughs) Like we did last week.
0: Yeah. Are you good? What's going on? I'm good. Um, Tell me things. Tell me a story. I've got a good
1: story for you. Um, It's called the bonk that was heard around the world. Um, And and it starts like this. Um, The other day I was outside. Um, Mm Mm-hmm just moving some pot plants around. Um, you know, I put one into the sun because plants like the sun. And heard that. bent down, picked it up, stood up, bonk, bonked head. The, uh, the we have those uh, windows, which have a top hinge pivot that you can push out to, to let air yeah. in. And so there was yeah. a window frame, which was not normally there, sort of oh, no. 45 degrees out. And I was sort of underneath it as I was carrying a, a pot plant and I stood up and bonk top of my head right into the fucking metal corner of it and oh. gave myself a real good head injury. A real, a real blood? blood sport. Oh yeah. I was, I was dripping blood down my head. I was holding the, really? yep. Like I had a tea towel that I just grabbed for something to like hold across it and it was all smeared with blood. And I put like an ice pack on there to try and stop it from, um, you know, swelling up, but also to help, I guess, like scab it a little bit. Um, And there was like a skin flap that was loose and we're looking at it, trying to work out whether it needed stitches because like, there's a lot of blood in the skull area and it was going all over the place. Um, And in the end, it's... But you looked
0: pretty badass though. If you I did look very cool. Yeah, I did look pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, that's why i did it um and i think it paid off um Mm -hmm. but yeah after a, a sort of an hour or so of holding the the ice pack there it had stopped bleeding um and then we could sort of take a closer look at it and clean it up a little bit with some like cotton wool and some antiseptic to see what was going on and the corner of the metal frame was of course like a right angle um, oh. sort of v-shape and it was imprinted oh. in my head and, the, and the, the point of that v was oh. like a loose flap in my in my skull skin um, oh man yeah it was it was pretty like it was a bit gushy but in the end after mm. messaging a bunch of like nurse friends and doctor friends being like hey can you look at this because like 10 o'clock do i need to go to the emergency department and get this stitched up um and they Wait, were all 10 like 10 p.m yeah yeah, you it was late at night. Well, no, I did it, did it sort of like eight o'clock and then like held the the rag on it for a while and then cleaned it up a little bit. And so then it was like getting into the night when we could finally see clearly what was going on and whether or not it needed actual treatment. Um, okay. And so they were all like, nah, I think it'll probably be okay. Just clean it, like leave it to scab overnight and see how it goes. Um, mm. And in the morning I... And so with a few people saying, you're probably not going to need stitches, it's probably all right. Um, I decided in the morning that I would just book in for the GP, go in to get a nurse to look at it, and then also get (laughs) like a tetanus jab, um, because I hadn't had one in at least a decade. Um, And when I went into the clinic um, the following day, they did say um, that it was fine and it wouldn't need stitches and it'd be all right. (laughs) <laughs> the other thing um, that the nurse said was oh you have lovely hair which is <laughs> a weird <laughs> a, a weird compliment to get in that moment um sure but i'll take it i'll take it a nice little ego boost yeah um so like all's all's well that ends well but i did have like a, a quite sore lump there for a while and and a scab that was hanging around as it was healing and it's, it's mostly back i hate that back to good but um uh... yeah do you want to see some photos I
0: honestly don't. Here, but I will. I'm not good with this kind of stuff, man. That's
1: okay. So this oh, is this is a little bit clear. Oh, oh, fuck off. Oh. That's not even that bad.
0: Yeah. I know, but I get really. I can feel like a wince in my stomach. Oh, you know, well, you when you get maybe this is easy.
1: This is the tablecloth afterwards, just covered in all my dried blood.
0: It kind of looks cool.
1: It kind of like, it's a good type. It's a good tea towel, I should say. My friend Fee drew them. It's a whole bunch of cats. And then this cat is a kind of crazy looking cat already. And now it is covered in dried blood
0: and it looks It's vengeful. nicely juxtaposed. <laughs> the kind of cute, like kind of kitty, yeah. innocent nature of the cat is nicely juxtaposed with the blood. Yeah. And I
1: think that's like a good artistic statement. And this is my mortal enemy. This is the, the corner, which I job, you know. I hate that. Nog I hate it. So um, I those head
0: injuries are so they're the worst, aren't they? Yeah, like they it's like a real visceral fuck you kind of thing. Do you remember at Wallace Cinemas and we had to pack away the trestle tables oh, under yep. that cinema thing? Oh yeah, and honestly. I would constantly bang. I would like bang my head against there was like a pipe or something, and I just like I had personified this inanimate like inanimate object. Yeah. this pipe. Into, like, a person in my head where I was just like, I hate you, Pike. Yeah.
1: That fucking space underneath the... So, for anyone listening at home, the... If you think about a movie theatre, which has an incline of tiered seating, that's, you know, placed into a square or a cubic box room means that underneath the seating, you often have a a vacuum, a cavity. And in some buildings Mm. that space will be configured with other levels of the cinema and that kind of thing. But in our complex, it was used as a storage space. And one of the jobs we had to do was take heavy trestle tables and chairs out, in and out, in and out of this fucking space, which was a triangular like slanted roof cavity and all of the heavy trestle tables were stacked up against the smaller side of this triangle so you had to stoop down and practically crawl into the back of this space and drag out heavy objects completely ridiculous oh and s kind of um, flagrant violation (laughs) um but Mm. No one ever did anything about it. And invariably, even though there's that little yellow sticker, watch your head, you would be leaning down to pick up fucking trestle tables and just completely nog-bonk. It'd go right onto that thing every single time you went in and out of that room.
0: Did you just learn the word bonk? Nog-bonk? A
1: noggin-bonk?
0: Hmm.
1: No, everyone oh, knows the cool. word bonk.
0: Why? Uh, I thought bonk meant sex. Well, you can, it's the bonk. Same kind you of can thing. bonk for
1: sex. But it's that's when you're rubbing your foreheads together.
0: Mm. My dad used to do that when when my brother and I would argue. He would would, do um, what? (laughs) He would bang our heads together. He'd grab it to stop us arguing, and it worked every time. (laughs) We'd argue with each other, and he'd come into our room and go bang, clunk, together, (laughs) bonk.
1: Wow! Welcome Uh, to Deep Fort, everybody. That's a uh, that's a revelation. And it explains many things, I think. Um, this is a podcast yeah. that examines the state of the world, you know, but also it the sure state does. of each other um, through <laughs> the internet with my friend Michael. Hello.
0: Hello. Yeah, and we do examine the state of each other, don't we?
1: Yeah, take your top off. <laughs> he didn't take his top off. And I'm Nick. Hello. Hi. But we do have things to talk about on your end. You got the old sleepy sneeze, the old tickled throat, the old funky flu, the old silly
0: string. What else are we calling it? The old uh, COVID-19. Oh, yeah, sorry, that's sorry. the one. <laughs> I, was, um, I was, in telling people that I, that I got it, I was... Because uh, you don't want to say covid like you wanna say but everyone says spicy cough, but that's become like ugh. it's it's too you know, much now. Yeah. It's a bit basic. It's a bit basic. Yeah. We got the spicy cough. Yeah. Um But yeah, I Korma got my cough. It was fine.
1: No, nah, you can't Koi. get too You can't get
0: too racially specific. No. <laughs> <laughs> the wasabi well, woohoo. You're in the wrong vicinity anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. It was fine. I know you're you're expecting some sort of angle here from me and i'm not gonna give you the satisfaction no thank you i will just i was i was uh,
1: when i learned that you had a good time of it part of me was like okay that's nice i'm glad that my friend didn't get sick but 85 percent of me was like (laughs) fuck i really wish he did get badly Uh, sick i really wish that he'd had a shit time of it because that just would have (laughs) knocked him down a peg or two (laughs) at least 85% and then all through this week i I was like the next podcast he's gonna be in suffering he's gonna come on and he's gonna be like everyone should get it why why do we even have these lockdowns what is this vaccine hoax i've just been mentally prepared all week for fucking conservative right-wing mz to appear
0: look if you didn't already um outplay me by telling me <laughs> beforehand that you're emotionally exhausted at the thought of this and that's yes. exactly what I would have done but I you've, you've you've played me well there because I don't want to be predictable in any yeah. way so I can't do that now. that's actually
1: why you're wearing the t-shirt which says please go get vaccinated you know wear a mask
0: mm, yeah I've gone the full other you've way you've gone full one out of yeah yeah even though guys even though I didn't have any symptoms or experience any suffering whatsoever. Yeah. It still it still brings home that the point that a lot of people do suffer with COVID nineteen symptoms and, you know, you should go out there and get vaccinated, okay? Because it is it, it may not it may not affect you, but it will affect, you know, the people around you and, and maybe your grandma, you know, so those vulnerable. So please go out and get vaccinated. So people may it. not
1: um you know, a, a little bit of a peek behind the curtains here in my podcast process. Um, I often run Michael's end of the audio through a filter um, just to get rid of some background noise and that kind of thing before I put it in and, and edit. I use this software called Isotope and it's got some spectral denoise stuff and dehumming things. And what I'm thinking is I might actually apply the... Where are you going with this? I might actually apply the de sarcastic filter on that and just tone some of the sarcasm out of that just a little bit. And and give it sort of like a real actual genuine thing instead of coming across so smile me. Um so so this will work out well for me, I think.
0: Yeah, let me know if you can apply that in real life as well. Cause I wouldn't mind <laughs> using that. It really office. needed it in that sentence too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I will say this. Look, I didn't. I I had like a cough, and that was it. I still got a little bit of a cough, but. I can know, hear it in your voice or bit. anything.
1: Yeah,
0: that could be a number of things, but oh. um, you know, I will just say that I felt worse after the vaccine. Tell you that much. So, what does that tell you? you now have autism. Yeah. But no, it was it was absolutely fine. I do appreciate you 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 did check in almost every day. Now that now I know that it was for you know reasons of. Pride, really? <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was
1: malicious check-in. I was, was crossing check-in. my fingers for. Oh man, I had a bad night. But it turns out you had, the worst night you've had this week was last night because you only got four hours sleep. Mm. Really disappointing outcome for me.
0: Yeah, and I, I slept slept like a slept like a baby. I still took the week off work. Oh yeah, as you should. Actually, I'm just. <laughs> Um, and you know, I still went out to like bars and the supermarket and stuff. (laughs) So like, it wasn't like anything really changed (laughs) because you don't need to isolate. I
1: know, know. but did you actually go out?
0: Yeah. To bars? I went out, I went to the pub one or maybe two nights and I was still going to the supermarket and stuff. I was like keeping my distance and stuff. You went to the pub with who? All my friends.
1: You went to the pub while COVID positive with all your friends and your friends were like, yeah, man, come in. Let's hang out.
0: Well, I didn't tell them that I had COVID, (laughs) but most of them had already had COVID.
1: Michael. No, you're riling me up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it was funny though, because you do, you don't need to isolate now. So you are, it is, I'm like kind of looking. So I'll give you a bit of a, bit of a timeline here. Please. On Monday, I woke up, um, and I had been to the movies the night before, and I felt a little bit like a little bit hoarse in my in my throat, but like nothing mm. too out of the ordinary. What'd and I say? had a couple of rat tests. I saw the oh, I saw a gala screening of the Banished Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, with Good. Colin Farrell and yeah. um, Brendan Gleeson in Bruges. So Is that great, right? yeah, yeah, amazing film. Um but yeah, so I just tested on a whim and I was shocked. I was like, Holy shit, you know when the rat tests they they go up slowly and yeah. then it's just like bang, you get yeah. that immediate dark line. You're like, oh my god, I was not expecting this. Yeah. So uh, and I was just about to go to work as well, so that was lucky. Um yeah. and and then um and I, I continued working throughout that day. Then the next day I I was testing and it was like a slightly fainter line but still very much there and then on the wednesday there was like a extremely faint line but i wasn't even sure if it was a faint line because it came up after like 20 minutes yeah um, it wouldn't show up in a bad. photo yeah and that's the thing so i'm um, then i'm like i spent a lot of time on reddit because that's you know the most reliable source of source information of for information. this stuff yeah for me and um you know people are saying that you know if it come if it's invalid oh after yeah, after 15 minutes so i'm like trying to work out i didn't time it or anything so um yeah it's a little bit of weird like self management and trying to work out um you know how how what to do um but luckily you know because of the place that i work they were able to um send me a whole bunch of rat tests in an uber yeah. you know on the monday morning the zoo so i was just tell it to you testing you know willy-nilly which is in a good position to be in yeah um previously when there was another way there's been
1: and, no like government access to rats really right
0: i don't think so because over here they, they,
1: they did do that like i have probably 35 rats in the cupboard because they were just like are you serious yeah for real yeah i got dozens wow. of them
0: well that yeah it's crazy because they're still selling at chemist warehouse for like 70 bucks for 10 yeah. pack i'm like well i mean if people really yeah, uh, yeah, if you could it, if you couldn't afford it,
1: like you will not be able to have the confirmation. Not that it even exactly. matter, yeah. It's 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 kind of fucked.
0: Well, when at the start of the year when all my friends were getting it, there was like it was a scarcity of of rat tests. Yeah. And so, you know, I was you know, picking up rat tests from uh, you know, a strange like strangers like on on Facebook Marketplace and things like that. Yeah, right. And um, you know, sending rat tests to my parents in Adelaide who couldn't get them. Yeah. It was a whole kind of like thing. And now, so it's, it's nice to have like, I could test every day, you know, until it's gone. Yeah. Um, Which by Wednesday, it seemed like it was completely gone, which means probably that I was infectious over the weekend. Yeah. But no one else contracted it. I I was sitting in a cinema sneezing, you know, that's the other thing. It's hard. It's hard to uh, work out what you've got. I mean, you, you can test, but it's like it's hay fever in the air, you know. So yeah. you think oh it, it's easy to kind of dismiss it or if you know you've you've had a night out on the on the on the piss, yeah. And you'd be like, Oh well I'm just a little just bit hungover. Yeah. Like so um the only way to really know is, is by testing and um yeah, but luckily no one else has gotten it. So That's
1: that's good news. There you go. <sighs> my um, my dad's had um a couple of health things going on and and um recently um, as a exclusionary thing, um, did a antibody test to check whether he'd ever had um, COVID, but without knowing it, right. because that's going to be like a real important aspect of COVID treatment and long COVID treatment going forward is knowing mm-hmm. if you were like asymptomatic or like a carrier without totally having experienced it, whether any subsequent symptoms that you might've developed could be long COVID related symptoms or, you know, uh, a symptom of maybe your heart was suffering some stuff, even if you didn't have flu things. um, And now you might have ongoing issues. So being able now to go back and do a blood test and check for the antibodies and know, Oh shit, you actually did have it. You might not have ever known, but you had it is going to be really medically important. Um, And thankfully his came back negative. He'd he'd never had it, um, which is good. Um, but yeah is I that good
0: saying, though wouldn't you want him to have had it and not known no I don't. it's want kind of ideal isn't it. it but he'll get it
1: well yeah, maybe maybe not they're very good they're still masking up everywhere and keeping distance from people my dad's 70 mm. I don't really want him to get it
0: sure I just assume that everyone's going to get it but your, your dad sent me a really nice me- well a funny message um <laughs> actually like not long after i tested positive so you must have told him right away you must have gone yeah i put it on the hey, family chat jeff get this yeah michael's about to get it he's about to get his uh comeuppance
1: yeah and i did my little evil cackle hands and you know yeah. mr <laughs> mr burns expressions
0: <laughs> but yeah he, he said to me clearly living a saintly pure and chaste life can only go so far which is pretty funny pretty funny you know for <laughs> a dad good. Yeah, just throwing me some some gentle shade, which I like.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Well, I think um, it is good to hear that you have survived, um, even if it's not what I wanted. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether this wave continues to grow, because over here it's it's peaking again. Well, not even peaking; it's just increasing again. Um, so, so mm. we're back in a third wave.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought summertime it was going to die down. I guess we're not getting really summery
1: weather, are you? We had very wet weather yesterday, but generally it's been quite warm.
0: But the bloody yeah. La, La Niña, man.
1: Yeah. But I think I, like I never quite understood the the summer comparison because really it's about airflow, right? And to me in really hot places like Australia and and to a lesser extent New Zealand, feels like people are hanging around inside anyway in air conditioning rather than in heating. So uh,
0: I don't well, know. on extremely hot days, I guess, but people are outdoors. But well. like most people's jobs are still
1: in offices, right? Like most people are still going to work in a mm. shared space with a bunch of people in a locked room. Like that doesn't change year locked to year. Room. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. lights,
0: no air, <laughs> like shackled to their desk. Yeah, I guess so. Um, what else? Trump, Trump's back on Twitter and he's running for president again. However,
1: well, yes, he's, he's been allowed back on Twitter. He has previously said that he won't go back because he's got this stake in truth social now. That's his, his brand. He's invested in it. Would definitely he bad. will definitely <laughs> come back. <laughs> it won't be long. It, he said yesterday that he won't, but I totally believe. Like within a week, the the lure of millions more people will be bigger. Yeah, it yeah, he just can't it, help
0: himself. He can't help himself. He's a narcissist. Yeah. What a fucking That's shitstorm. Fun. And another another campaign trail, which is going to be exhausting. Now, is he running? Is he just putting his hat forward? His name forward for the Republican nomination. Is that correct? How it works,
1: yeah? yeah. So he will need to be designated the GOP's candidate by some point, mm-hmm. And he's got Ron DeSantis now acti- actively out there, like campaigning. Yes. So there will be a fight. It'll be interesting to see which way it goes, particularly it's off like the back of these the midterms where all of his backed candidates basically died on the vine. So, yeah. yeah basically none of his endorsements came through in fact it was arguably a motivating factor for his opponents like they all came out to trying to um, stop those candidates from getting in because they're so you know crazy so it'll be interesting to see whether the GOP can stomach the idea of it or whether they actually see it as another losing proposition
0: yeah, well, they've got no real. I guess it's about his momentum because they've got no spine, so they won't do it out of any sort of principled reason. No. They'll just do it because they can't. They feel like they can't uh, do anything else. But here's
1: the thing: if Ron DeSantis comes out and and has a bit of a, you know, a decent showing, or even just pitches himself as like, "I'll do all the shit you like, but I will be more reliable," then mm-hmm. that's quite an appealing argument to a lot of those folks, surely.
0: People are voting for Trump because he's a celebrity, yeah, aren't they? Yeah.
1: You're completely right that DeSantis, I don't think, has the same charisma or the appeal to a lot of those voters. So, yeah.
0: Do you know anything much about him? I don't know anything about him. He just looks like another knob.
1: Yeah, I don't know a great deal. I could look back and remember, I think, previous stories and controversies, but he's the Florida guy, I'm pretty sure, right? So it's two Floridians against each other.
0: Great. Yeah.
1: Famous Florida um, man energy. <laughs> it's what America needs. Yeah.
0: Dr. Oz was running. Yeah.
1: And he lost, which is good. Dr. Oz, um, not endorsed by Oprah, the woman who brought him to Providence.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That'll probably do it.
0: That'll do it. Yeah. He also didn't that, oh, live awesome. in the
1: place that he was running, which is weird. Oh. Yeah. I don't know
0: yeah well
1: um what else the twitter thing is is for all of my skepticism about um elon taking over twitter which we talked about in the last episode a little bit i had also said i think cautiously that there were things about the business model of twitter as it previously existed that could have been improved like the 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 speed of Um, product rollouts and and the amount of um, people that were working on things but not to huge efficiency could have been different because it it never made a profit but even with that asterisk it's still impressive and hilarious to me how quickly (laughs) this fucking thing has fallen apart Um, i don't know if you've been following any of it this week but it is very much Mm -hmm. like last day at school um oh Oh, you know we'll catch up you know after the holidays you know like this has been so great here sign my t-shirt kind of vibes as everyone just fucks off (laughs) and disappears
0: do you you mean people who are on twitter or people who work for twitter
1: yeah well both (laughs) both um yeah the the so he fired like half the people and then a second round of layoffs happened when he um sent out an email saying basically sign up for my incredible, you know, work on your weekends, 80 hour week crunch, kind of mad tech bro lifestyle thing. You must work in the office. Um, you can't work remotely anymore. Like all that kind of shit and sent out an email, which was basically like, yes or no. And then a whole bunch of people left after that. But oh. <laughs> the, 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 the system is um, like entire teams left, like the, the um, copyright enforcement team has all gone and so right now people are uploading the entire fast and the furious movie library to twitter in two minute increments because none of it's being flagged by the copyright holders so you can just go and watch the fast and the furious in a series on twitter on twitter series of consecutive tweets they fired the guy who was in charge of the key card management for like office security and that kind of thing so, the first thing that happened was that they locked themselves out of the office and couldn't get back in and The second thing that happened is it was tied to the car park, so a bunch of employees were trying to get the cars out of the car park and they couldn't leave because they couldn't get the the arm of the, the car park to open and let them out so wow. it has been a a very entertaining series of of um days as
0: as this whole thing has shook out. I wonder if it's going to affect Tesla. Well, yeah, um, like people's uh, willingness to buy a Tesla. The
1: the stock price of Tesla has has dropped. Um, I, I've it's been interesting because we've talked a little bit historically about the perception of billionaires and how a billionaire must be a genius or successful or that kind of thing. Um, and I think this puts a lie to it. I think you can see how easily a genius can be. Ill-suited for certain product types, or or have the wrong temperament to um, succeed in different environments, and that perhaps some mm. of the success that was attributed to, um, you know, individual accomplishment, is perhaps more fairly ascribed to, you know, the 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 power that comes with money or the inherited you know, sort of nepotism of, of family lines, or I'm not saying specifically Elon in this instance, but it does, it does make you think
0: that, wow, these are just like regular idiots like the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if he just kept his mouth shut, it, it, he wouldn't have, I mean, yeah, it, it, it attract the same sort of attention that Bezos does, but people don't want, like, don't have like a, they don't want his blood, you know, they don't want Bezos's blood in the same way they want elon to fucking crash and burn like people want him they want to see him crash and burn and if he just kept his fucking mouth shut which he can't like he would have people wouldn't care as much and his publicity at least would be somewhat intact
1: yeah it is it is so self-inflicted um yeah which i suppose is why it is more satisfying to jump up and down and crow about it but it is definitely it's like shooting yourself in the foot because you spent all this money to buy a thing and then lack the capacity to handle it properly and then just fucking flush $30 billion down the toilet. Like it's, it's, yeah, um,
0: it's a very strange <laughs> series of events. Well, what is Dorsey thinking about all this? Is he like quiet? Well, at the start, he
1: was like, I believe that Elon Musk is the one person who can take us to, a better place and, and, you know, he's the right guy to um, run this company. And I haven't checked what he's saying now, but (laughs) I have to think that it's probably not played out the way he hoped.
0: Is he still on Twitter? He's still on Twitter, I think. Does he still have a stake in the company?
1: I would have to say so, but I don't remember.
0: Hmm. Um, Are you looking something up? You you Yeah, I was because I just
1: realised... That we were talking about um, Elon Musk again, and, and part of my brain said, "I wonder if anyone emailed us, anyone specifically emailed us about our Elon Musk episode last week." So I was just logging in to see whether there was anything there, and no, no comments on from that <laughs> department. Um,
0: Nothing from which, Elon; he didn't hear the episode. Not from
1: Elon, but also not from you know. Oh, you uh, got a visitor. Adjacent figures.
0: Hello. Hi. I was listening to the podcast
1: uh probably like 40 minutes why i think the internet's stuffing up because
0: my it's a the wi-fi oh not because of the uh not because of the pod though well Sorry. he's saying
1: possibly internet being used a lot might be contributing to that um but i might turn off my video
0: yeah 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 i'm happy to
1: i this is like this is like deep four after dark can you still see me i can see you i hate this well, you can turn yours off, and then then it's sort of like we'd just be like lying in a We're camping the... tent, um, yeah, just okay. side by side in the bush, and maybe my hand brushes your hand, and who knows where this thing goes.
0: This is this is like um, this is like her the movie like Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix and <laughs> which <laughs> part of that movie? <laughs> it's like you're my AI because I'm still I can still see me obviously I'm yeah. I'm still aware. Or did you have your eyes closed?
1: <laughs> what do you...
0: Well. Should, we, should, we both, should we both close our eyes? <laughs> <As> well.
1: <laughs> well, I can't see me either. So when I've turned off my camera, it's not showing me.
0: I guess it's kind of just like a phone call, isn't it? Well, there must be a name for it. Like a talkie... <laughs> it is. It, talk- it's funny how quickly chat.
1: I have um, idealized the picture of you in my head. So, like... You look a little bit brighter. There's not those, like, tired bags under the eyes. Like, I've I've gone to a maybe yeah. 12 years ago kind of mental picture of you in a Wallace vest um, because now there's nothing to say otherwise.
0: You've touched me up.
1: Yeah, I've touched you up just a yeah. little bit. Okay. But it's flattering. Um, it's not, like, really obvious.
0: I wouldn't say 12 years ago me was the best version of me physically. I think. <laughs> okay. I think.
1: Well, you tell me how. what version of you I should picture.
0: I think this version. Okay. This version. Well, I'll, I'll, well, I'll... well, the one from like, maybe not the one from ten minutes ago, but maybe the one from two weeks ago.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll twiddle the dial then. I'll, I'll, I'll adjust adjust that back to a more regular look. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: now where were we? Where were we?
1: Did you have uh, anything substantial to go on with? I've got a few sort of seggies lingering.
0: Yeah. No um, I guess I just I was gonna Just say how The oh Forget it
1: Oh god No I wanna know Just tell um, me the thing You weren't gonna say
0: I was gonna just I had Louis C.K. down in, On my thing Oh uh, yeah I Went and saw Louis C.K. I don't care Which
1: is great
0: um, No protesters Well which is yeah a little disappointing
1: <laughs> You wanted protesters? Kind of <laughs> So you I was a to bit careful like about sharing
0: it on my social media, you know? Yeah. Um, you don't want to get that out there. Close friends. Well, I actually, when I bought those tickets, I bought two tickets for Dave Weber and Daniel, and then da- Dave couldn't come anymore. Um, so then he was like, can you sell my ticket? And I'm like, well, where am I going to sell your ticket? I can't list it on Facebook. Can I <laughs> get lynched? Yeah. So it's just, sell it on, on Tixel and then that was a whole other Tixel? I've never yeah. even
1: heard of Tixel. What's what the fuck's Tixel?
0: Well Tixel kind of integrates with Ticketmaster and basically oh, God. holds your uh tickets in escrow, is that Yep. Correct? What they takes the money, takes the ticket and then releases the money in the ticket.
1: Right. Well yeah. I mean Ticketmaster <laughs> didn't have a good week either, did it? So I'm not surprised that you had things with oh, Tixel. What happened with them? You didn't hear about the Taylor Swift, like, fuck up? No. So Taylor Swift was launching tickets for a new concert. And long story short, they did a pre-sale. They had like 4 billion people trying to get onto the website at once. Everything crashed. People spent two and a half hours, didn't get anywhere, spent their money, didn't get anything, all that kind of shit. So they're like, oh, fuck, we're going to put it on proper general sale tomorrow. Let's take another day to get it right. They spent another day and then put it up and then immediately got swamped, it died, it cancelled. And they were like, actually, we're never oh. going to list these tickets again. And it was so bad and so infuriating for so many people that there are now government investigations <laughs> into it by the wow. con- US Congress. Because Ticketmaster and its parent company, Live Nation, are a conglomerate, they- a monopoly. And everyone mm. hates them. Every single person fucking hates Ticketmaster because it's a rot. It's so expensive. And now... Yeah because of the scale of this (laughs) fuck-up, they're going to be investigated, which I do find kind of funny. Oh Boy. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, didn't hear about that at all. Mm.
1: You might might not be following the the Taylor Swift Twitter feeds quite the same way I was.
0: Is there a way that you can um, get, you know, certain news items out of your feeds? On Twitter? apart? Well, not on Twitter, just, like, on Facebook or whatever. Because, like, you know when the Queen died and you're like, okay. I wish there was a way that you could just be like, no more Queen news, okay? And then just be like, you won't ever see any more Queen news. I
1: feel like on Facebook you can do some stuff, but it tends to be like, don't show me things from this news source rather than don't show me things about this Mm -hmm. topic. Um, But, yeah, Um, on Twitter you could always put muted terms, which is... um, Uh, a really nice quality of life thing. So you could mute the word queen and then it would just not ever show you tweets with queen in
0: it. Um, I guess so. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram just don't, I feel like they don't really know me too well. Like Facebook thinks I'm really love the Foo Fighters, which I don't. (laughs) And, it's like constantly giving me Foo Fighters and Nirvana videos. Okay, like, I don't care. Wow. And Twitter thinks I'm in. Uh, sorry, Instagram thinks I love Harry Styles. Oh. Because it's I'm getting constant like concerts, constant, uh, constant snapshots concert? from. I'm not really working very well today. <laughs> Harry Styles concert to uh, whatever thing videos. Yeah. Um, which again I'm not. Like you can actually go smiles. in.
1: You can go into those. Um, you can go into your profile and see the list of things it thinks you like, and you can actually oh. approve or disapprove of some of those. So I do think that you could go in. It's it's a little bit like buried, but I could find you the link to go to that would then show you all the I'll things that it's up. like, and then like for a while, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> do you remember the wonderful show Baskets, the Zach Galifianakis clown show? Yeah. Excellent show. Yeah. I'd liked it on um, Facebook, I think, and so for a while I kept getting all these ads um, for like storage <laughs> solutions, and it was genuinely, it was um, genuinely because the funny. algorithm looked at it and thought, "Oh, he's liked baskets," and it kept showing me baskets, <laughs> and so I had that's to go so in. Funny. I had to go in and actually delete it because it was it was infuriating.
0: This is like yeah, you're a big baskets guy. I'm here, a Nick.
1: big baskets guy. I am a big baskets guy. Great show. You're like
0: you like you like woven baskets. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> With your was. Bamboo?
1: Yeah, it was ridiculous. But <laughs> I can I'll find the That's deep funny. the deep link and send it to you and you can have a look because All it right. is quite fascinating to go through and and see the things that it thinks you want. Um,
0: yeah, it's um I've just opened up Instagram again and the first thing is Harry Styles <laughs> comes up. <laughs> okay, it is interesting to How see did this like happen? yeah. It's interesting, and in, in, like in a relationship, uh, you know, you can you can be like, I want to see your, you know, your search explore part of Instagram, like just to get a sense of like what what yeah. you're doing in your private time. Yeah. Do you um do what's what's your feed like? My I don't
1: really use Instagram in that it? much to be honest. Um, do you mean Instagram yeah. or Facebook?
0: Instagram, yeah. What's, Instagram is feed, you know, you feed is kind that of search generic.
1: thing, generic. Um, you made my feed feed or my explore tab
0: explore because that's like giving you things that they think she wants mine's a lot of workout and sandwiches ones
1: mine has a, it's like because i just really oh i was gonna hold it up to the camera but i can't um mine has a bunch of cats uh it has a bunch of memes it's got something about chloe kardashian's facial scar it's got yep elon musk lip filler chin implant meme it's got some sports guy it's got killian murphy it's got a ca- mm. <laughs> it's got a cat <laughs> it's a cat sitting on a toilet seat shitting into the bowl which is something i never thought I- <laughs> i'd see but there we go um, a whole bunch of rugby stuff you like
0: yeah i get rugby stuff too weirdly yeah yeah so- and killian murphy
1: yeah there's it's not really representative of anything um um Uh,
0: what what was on your list
1: i well i I do want to just briefly say on that twitter thing that i have migrated over to mastodon which is that sort of alternative that's really blown up in the past couple of weeks and it's really nice it's um it's you were never like a forums guy i don't think back in the day right did you ever go like on a php Mm -mm. forum like back in the early 2000s
0: I actually did in um well when an uh, Grizzly Bear, the Ed Drost yeah singer was, was on forums a lot and yeah. he would like communicate with people directly. I was. But yeah, cool. not not hardcore. No.
1: Well it's sort of like if Twitter and Tumblr and, like, mid-2000s forums came together. So you still get, like, a text-based feed of, of all the posts of your friends and you can retweet things and tweet things and that sort of stuff. But it's got a slightly longer word count and it's also got this kind of regional thing where you pick a server to live on. And so that combination just blends into this quite nice, slightly nostalgic feeling where everyone's being quite friendly. And it's just been, it's been nice to explore. So if anyone out there was a Twitter okay. user and is... Now thinking like, well, fuck, if this site falls over next week, what am I looking for? I have to say, you know, the Mastodon waters are quite nice and and have a look. It's not that complicated to get set up.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. It looks a bit, I don't know, it doesn't look very visually appealing. Why doesn't everyone just move over to LinkedIn? LinkedIn is the new Facebook anyway. (laughs)
1: LinkedIn's the new Facebook. Right. You heard it. Yeah, I'll I'll write that one down and we'll just check in. (laughs) Just check in in the future.
0: You're not the only one making predictions around here in the tech world, mate. Clearly. Um,
1: Okay, um, how about some science news then? Yeah, hit me. Play the jingle, please. Robot. DJ?
0: Dun, 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 dun. Is that how it goes? (laughs) We will soon find out. It's that time. Time
1: for science news. science news SAS news uh here's an article did you see this one michael it was in the guardian entitled slaves to the rhythm rats can't resist a good beat a study has found that rats... well <laughs> actually let me let me read the first sentence of this article because i think it deserves to be heard music makes you lose control missy elliott once saying in a hit that's almost impossible to hear without bopping along. Now scientists have discovered that rats also find rhythmic beats irresistible, showing how they instinctively move in time to music. This ability was previously thought to be uniquely human and scientists say the discovery provides insights into the animal mind and the origins of music and dance. Rats displayed innate, that is without any training or prior exposure to music, beat synchronization, says Dr. Hirokazu Takahashi of the University of Tokyo. Music exerts a strong appeal to the brain and has profound effects on emotion and cognition. While there have been previous demonstrations of animals dancing along to the music, TikTok has a wealth of examples. The study is one of the first scientific investigations of the phenomenon. In the study published in the journal Science Advances, 10 rats were fitted with wireless miniature accelerometers to measure the slightest head movements. They were then played one-minute excerpts from Mozart's Sonata for two pianos in D major at four different tempos, 75%, 100%, 200%, and 400% of the original speed. 20 human volunteers also participated. The scientists thought it was possible that rats would prefer faster music because their bodies, including the heartbeat, work at a faster pace. By contrast, the time constant of the brain is surprisingly similar across species. However, the results showed that both the rat and human participants had optimal beat synchronicity when the music was in the 120 to 140 BPM range, closer to the Mozart composition's original 132, suggesting we share a a sweet spot for hitting the beat. The team also found that rats and humans jerked their heads to the beat in similar, similar rhythm and that the level of head jerking decreased the more that the music was sped up. Our results suggest the optimal tempo for beat synchronization depends on the time constant in the brain. The team now plans to investigate how other musical properties like melody and harmony relate to the dynamics of the brain. As an engineer, I am interested in the use of music for a happy life, said Takahashi. So, rats love music, man. Very interesting. Rats love music, and more than that, they they bop their heads.
0: They're playing Mozart to rats, so they're playing classical music which doesn't have a rhythm. So I was What's thinking initially yeah. that it was going to be a rhythm, um, but they're playing... They're, you they're, mean like They're a bobbing section. their heads to a melody. Well, like a drum beat. Yeah. Like a drum beat. I, that seems more primal to me than hearing a melody or chords, Yeah, but that's interesting. It is weird to think, like, what do animals think about music? Like, what? It must be such a strange thing, or do they even register it? I mean, there's videos probably on my instagram explore uh area that um explore area god (laughs) i wasn't Um, gonna say anything (laughs) of like playing classical music and having like horses or elephants like react to it or coming towards the music yeah elephants listening to
1: a piano i've seen that
0: Mm. so there's some sort of uh they're receiving it on some level well maybe those those animals are but rats, you know, it's that's a creepy thought, seeing a rat, you know, bobbing its head.
1: <laughs> yeah, rats at the club, you know, just hanging out with their mates, going wild on a Saturday night. Yeah. I think the most interesting side of that for me as well is not necessarily that animals can appreciate music, because I feel like we've seen evidence of that already. Like, uh, as you say, there are those videos out there of, you know, cows coming to listen to a, a harpist in a field or whatever, but the thing which is interesting to me is the time thing that the idea is of of bopping their head is kind of similar across species that the 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 tempo of it is is connected to an internal sense of time because that has a wild yeah. connotation for me if it implies that the rats feel the passage of time similarly that that humans do
0: yeah interesting. you're saying that like tempo can be some sort of measure of of time
1: well they were saying, what saying that let me find the quote here scientists thought it was possible that rats would prefer faster music because their bodies including their heartbeat work at a faster pace but in contrast the time constant of the brain was surprisingly similar across species there was an optimum beat synchronicity when the music was 120 to 140 beats per minute um the team also found that rats and humans jerk their heads in a similar rhythm. So um, the optimal tempo for beat synchronization depends on the time constant in the brain. So saying that the, the way the brain is perceiving the passage of time is similar in both species, which if a rat lives like four years but feels a second passing in the way that a human feels a second passing, then think about how brief a life would feel for what, one of those animals. <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of existentially like horrifying.
0: Yeah. Um, dancing's one. I I I take issue with the word jerk in that article. By the way, they say jerk their heads. That's okay. Not descriptive. Um. But dancing's and do you dance?
1: Uh. I think by most metrics. I've only
0: say, ever seen the joking jokingly dance.
1: I. I mean. I. I like. We've been to concerts together. We've been to, like, the club together. And when there's a good song yeah. on, like, I will, I will, I don't know, white boy dance where you're sort of nodding and, like, upper body grooving. But I wouldn't say I'm, yeah. like, um, like crazy getting into it.
0: It's dancing's interesting, like, phenomenon because it's, like it's, like, this weird, like, faux or representation of, like, Sex and it's also like really unifying. Well, it is, isn't it? Like, it's it can be very sexual. Like the way people so move their body when I kind do of the like YMCA. Imitating sex. It's I'm not speaking obviously about you <laughs> sure. at all, um, <laughs> unless that's how you have sex, which <laughs> I feel very um, sorry up, for. Arms out, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: the macarena but, uh, is
0: also a good yeah. one. Yeah, it's like one of those weird. Weird human phenomenons that you just like you, you just take it for granted. But then you're like, why, why do we do that? Like, if aliens came down and and saw us doing ex- like exhibiting this behavior, it would be interesting. Like, you'd be like, oh, they all go to this place and then they all kind of move in unison, like together.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it would be yeah. similar to the idea of head bobbing, right? It's like beat synchronization. So it feels good to do things to music because music hits pleasure centers and then like there's a social aspect right where it's like you and your friends either together or um, I suppose there's that sometimes a competitive side to it as well but like there's a there's a cultural thing there going on human to human outside of like the individual pleasures of it as well
0: yeah there a few years ago
1: um, when I was working at whitebait on the the tv shows we had a segment which was a um, like a hip hop dance tutorial segment with some of the world's best hip hops um, hip hop artists um, who were based in New Zealand, and so we we got them to agree to to teach a dance and we recorded those segments and played it out week to week across um, the course of the show so people at home could learn like a, a good dance from some of these experts, and then at the end of year Christmas party. Um, it was decided that our team was going to secretly rehearse to perform one of these dances as well. And because it was an entire office party and there were multiple shows there, um, we went out of the office and practiced at a dance studio to learn as a group of like 30 people how to do this really quite (laughs) (laughs) intricate hip-hop dance. And um, then when it came to the um the christmas party night we'd arranged with the dj that they would just put the track on um in the middle of the, <laughs> and the flash night mobbed. and we we literally all like when the track came on handed the glasses to the person opposite like ran to the front of the thing and then did a flash mob you know dance and then dispersed back into the crowd and picked up our drinks again and it was great That's fun so and it was like the that's... screams of shock because it was the entire team, you know, all ages, out of nowhere, yeah. coordinated dance. It it fucking wow. It was great.
0: I love that. I love a flash mob. Yeah, gone out of fashion. Gone out of fashion. Yeah. Now it's all about car- carpool karaoke.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's also gone out of fashion. But um. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's rats, fun. rats. Um, you know, don't don't write them off.
0: I won't. No. Now that I know that they they can move, sorry, I'm, my jacket just fell down. <laughs> okay. oh, you can't see me. You <laughs> can't see
1: me. Why don't I do the outro and you just pick up your jacket? Yeah, all right. If you've enjoyed this podcast, that's that's wonderful to hear. Thank you. Um, we've got other episodes which are also filled of interesting topics like a Twitter one and Elon Musk from last week and things about existentialism and animals and zoos and all kinds of things. So scroll on down that feed and, and check out another episode. You won't be disappointed. And if you are, well, then you were. Um, you can also find us on other social media platforms, still Twitter, though who knows for what purpose. Uh, Instagram, Michael loves seeing Harry Styles there, but maybe you could reach out and change that up for him. You can send an email to us at deep gmail.com and you can rate us on the Apple Podcasts because every little star helps. So give us those five big ones, baby. I'm sorry for calling you, know you, how
0: you do. You, you know how you can call me whatever you want, Daddy? Um, you know how... Um, we do the outro and we say, you know, rate us on, on Apple Podcasts and email us. D- does anyone ever listen to that? Probably. Because does anyone do anything? They don't do anything.
1: Well, not you if, you, if you discount it now. Not if you undercut the message.
0: Well, just feels performative, you know, at this point, Nick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll take the note
0: i'm getting sad I'm getting sad towards the end of the God, end of the show
1: you're teetering you're teetering let's perk yeah. things up with the wreck engine how about that
0: okay yeah let's do that plaging
1: Actually, no, let's grab the keys you know it's gra- yeah fuck do you want, <laughs> do you want to say it? grab the keys okay i'll use my first take <laughs> Welcome to Deep Thoughts
0: Recommendation Engine. Ah. Such low energy for me right now. (laughs) Apologies.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, I got a few on my list here. Um, I might kick us off with a movie uh, that we talked about previously. I went and saw Bros. Did you see Bros? No. Okay, racist. Um, Nose. (laughs) (laughs) You missed it. You missed the chance. Um, I went and saw it and it was really nice and it was funny and I enjoyed Bros. That's the gay rom-com comedy with uh, Billy Eichner, um, who wrote it and stars in it. Didn't do very well at the box office. Hasn't seemed to stick around here in theatres either. But a bunch of us went. A bunch of us had a really good time. So if you see it pop up somewhere, I would encourage it. It's good. Pretty sure you already wrecked this. I, I said I was going to. Before, I went and saw it, but now I can say that I have
0: seen it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, I'll, uh, I can't even see it at the movies anymore. Uh, it's it's felt like more of a watch at home kind of movie anyway for me. Yeah, too embarrassed to be so seen. Suck a jerk off in the privacy of my <laughs> house. <laughs> there are some you know? of the hot guys in this movie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Is Billy Eichner hot? Mm, no, he's not the hot one. He kind of reminds me of you. Not, not that that was a necessarily a segue or a, a tangential thought, but he does kind of remind me of you.
1: Yeah, I would try and take it in the good humor it was
0: offered. <laughs> yeah. Um, what have I got? Oh yeah, I've got a movie too. Barbarian. Heard about oh, this? Oh, I have.
1: Very good horror movie. Is that right?
0: Very good horror movie. I'm not a huge fan of horror movies typically, but I'm this not, is yeah, right on the the sweet spot. It's like it's got Justin Long in it. It's got uh other people that I don't know um but yeah really interesting kind of movie it's like you think it's going one way and then halfway through the movie just becomes this whole other movie and then kind of wraps around again but um yeah if you're not super hot on horror movies like I'm not um this is a this is one that's like it's got good scares that aren't like just jumpy scares it's kind of like you know, terrifying on a, on a lot of levels. There's like a lot of good social commentary there as well. Mm. Um, and just a really interesting movie. So yeah, I think this one... Would you say it's
1: like of... gore horror or is it like thriller horror? No, like, no, no. What kind of vibe yeah, more,
0: is it? More thriller. Thriller, okay. but also there's this really interesting, like it's all a metaphor, mm-hmm. um, but like there isn't a really interesting um, kind of, yeah, social commentary there as well that kind of underpins... Everything that's happening and kind of exists uh, at the at the same time or within the plot that was yeah. the most confusing. Uh, description no, I sort of I get of what a you mean. Maybe ever
1: because I I don't like horror, but I don't I re- particularly from the gore side of it. Like I'm just not interested in that kind of torture porn kind of vibe. But no, 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 like no, a spook sucks. or like a a thriller vibe, an anxious vibe. Like I'm okay with
0: that. But yeah, um, more thriller than, than okay. horror. Like it, yeah. But yeah, I'll, um, keep, I'll keep it. Yeah, check that radar. movie out. Yeah yeah
1: um and of course you you mentioned it earlier do you just want to throw in banshees of Inisherin at all um any depth oh, yeah. there
0: um so makers of in bruges uh creators of in bruges director colin farrell brendan gleason it's like it the premise is just so great it's uh it's kind of uh uh I guess it's not really like giving too much away but the premise of the movie is that there are there are two men living in this kind of uh uh town in in Ireland in the tw- in the 1920s and one of them decides one day that he doesn't want to be friends with him anymore so it's a very oh. very simple premise about That's two men terrible. and exploring exploring their friendship yeah. and he's like the start the movie starts with you know are oh, we going to the, to the pub together and the other one says um, no, I don't like you anymore. And so it's just this <laughs> really dark, funny, oh, poignant, uh, beautiful movie about male friendship, uh, and also you know um, wanting to do things before you die and leaving a legacy and all these things. Oh, so good. just a really beautiful movie. If you liked Embarouch, it's like yeah, like I right on that, that kind of hitting that tone, um, really sharp kind of and silly laughs as well. But, yeah, definitely go see that. I think it comes out on Boxing Day.
1: Oh, good, 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 good. That's a good one. Um, I'll throw another watchable in the mix here. Um, Aaron Chen, his stand-up special, If Weren't Filmed, Nobody Would Believe. Do you like Aaron Chen at all? Yes, I like him. I I do like Aaron Chen, yeah. Um, He did a couple of great... I think it was for, like, Adult Swim or Comedy Central a couple of years ago. Um, got someone to make, to to fund like a little Vox Pop on the Street series, which you can find on YouTube. Um, I forget what it was called, but he's, he styles himself as like the world's best interviewer um, and goes walking around asking questions to people. And <laughs> he's got, nice. for some reason, his thing is <laughs> at the end of a question, he'll just, he'll get the answer and then he'll take the microphone that he was holding in the person's face and just throw it in the bin and walk away. <laughs> and he does it over and over again. And every single time it makes me laugh. So um, I was coming into this prime to like it and he, he's recorded, I think it's about a 45 minute special. It's up on YouTube. You can check it out. Aaron Chen, if weren't filmed, nobody would believe, um, which is, is just good stand up. I enjoyed it. Uh,
0: yeah, I like his vibe. I like, I like awkward, you know, comedy. Yeah. Um, uh, it's A lot of these guys are putting this, this, their um, specials up on, on YouTube, which is interesting to see. Mm. I've been watching most of my comedy specials on YouTube.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Which leads me to my next recommendation, which is this comedy special that I did not watch on YouTube. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, it was Good on uh, on Netflix. Um, it's Neil Brennan. I don't know if you know much about him. I do. But he, he's an interesting comic. He was like more of a writer mm. first. Uh, wrote on The Chappelle Show. Wrote Half-Baked which is like kind of like the thing that people remember him for Mm -hmm. with Chappelle. Um, But really he's got a new special called blocks. He had a a comedy special. His last one was three mics where he kind of, he had three mics on the, uh, on the stage and kind of did different personas or different takes of the same joke, uh, you know? Mm. So he's got a really interesting, he he thinks about his comedy and he thinks about the presentation of his comedy. Um, And it is, it is, really funny in parts but it's also um it's it's an inter- it's a, it's an interesting style i would i'll say that it's not like it's not like uh it's not just sad or or you know going for you know the Hannah gatsby kind of um uh kind of tact, mm-hmm. but it's like uh you know it's 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 a bit gimmicky i guess but um oh yeah i would check it out it's on netflix i watched by i Brennan. think
1: maybe the special before three mics what was the one he did before yeah. that um i can't remember the sure. name of it but i i sort of watched it and i sort of laughed at it and now i got to the end of it and i was like eh, it was okay but it, it it didn't hit me and i think maybe that was his first special and if you as you say he sort of come to it from a writing perspective maybe that's why yeah. it, it felt a little bit um i don't know stilted or, or whatever it was um, but I, sure. I know exactly what you mean. In terms of his vibe, is different. It, he he does seem, as you say, to have really thought about what he's doing, um, and seems yeah. okay with it. Not necessarily hitting a laugh line every minute.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like his biggest fan. Like I'm not. I'm kind of ambivalent about him. But it is also yeah. it's interesting to see people play around with the with the tried and For sure. tested uh, form. Yeah. So yeah. Um,
1: Uh, One more watching thing, since we're talking comedy. Um, There's a show called Avenue 5, which was created by Armando Iannucci of Thick of It fame and Veep fame. Um, Genuinely one of the cleverest, funniest writers on the planet with years of of impeccable track record and a certain voice which is just really um, recognisable, like a pace and a style, like the Thick of It in the loop, um veep yeah. all have that flavor um even though veep ended with a different showrunner, but also was still very strong um his show at the moment which is on hbo um, second season called avenue five stars hugh Laurie as uh this spaceship captain so it's like a space comedy um and i don't know if we talked about it when it came out do you have any memory of this at all michael avenue five yeah yeah i've i know about it yeah so first season, I must have been three plus years ago now. I think it was pre-COVID. Um, and the, the pitch was that um, the there's a spaceship and it's doing like a tourist loop around the sun. And it's like an eight week cruise ship kind of vibe, luxury, um, everyone like a very rich passenger, just going out to do a little bit of space sightseeing and coming back again. And then due to um, incidents and accidents, um, it gets knocked off course and it'll now take eight years to return home. Um, So it becomes sort of like a bottle (laughs) drama (laughs) as all of these um, characters start flipping out. Um, And there are more and more twists and like delicious character kind of things as it goes on. And Hugh Laurie is excellent um, and just the perfect person you'd want saying this kind of language from Ianucci. And the second season has come back and it's even better. It's like sharper, it's funnier. It's really sort of propelling forward narratively. I think nobody talks about it or is watching it so I feel like this is going to be the only other season of it but I have to just throw it out there that it is worth checking out because it makes me laugh harder and, and faster than just about any other comedy on tv at the moment
0: yeah I love love him love I so I just actually just listened to him on Marin's podcast uh, oh a couple of nights that would ago. be interesting um it was interesting yeah he's he's a He's a very quick guy, that's for sure. And I, yeah In the Loop is just one of the one of those classic Great movie. films, you know?
1: Great movie. Have you got anything else on your end?
0: Um no, I don't think so.
1: Well, I've got one more and I'll just throw it out and I feel like you've got something to talk about with it because it's the new Bibio album, Bib Ten. You've been giving that a bash? Oh, you like it? Yeah, do I like it. I
0: listened to it when it came out, yeah. I do yeah. like it a lot. It's kind of a return to his old kind of form after this medieval kind of you know, his like Irish yeah. me- greensleeves album. <laughs> <laughs> the leprechaun album I yeah. call it.
1: Yeah, there was a couple of them. I I, I you're being dismissive, but I do know what you mean. And there was a phase yeah. there as well prior. So there was one or two albums, I think the Phantom Brickworks stuff. Was all very sonicky kind of like electronic, ambient, yeah. um, ambient wank, and then he went sort of medieval <laughs> yeah. um, fiddler on the you know yeah. Scottish Fruits Highlands and kind and of recorders vibes, and stuff. yeah. Yes. Which I, I I genuinely quite dig. Sleep on the wing and all that kind not of stuff. bad, was, was, yeah, yeah, not bad, but like, but you're right. This is this is sort of back to oh, like not Robin my, Hood, you know, <laughs>
0: and. Um, <laughs>
1: mind yes. bokeh and and ambivalence avenue that sort of vibe and it's really yes. good it, it's i'm it's like full-on jams I, I, i'm i digging it
0: yeah very funky um very interesting kind of synths and stuff still very diy which you love like kind of bedroom producery kind of stuff but professionally done obviously but yeah yeah he makes interesting music and i love his voice
1: yeah he's very distinct you, you can always know when like it's a bibio track yeah yeah, good wreck. Bib 10. Bib 10. Mm. All right, now, Michael, tell me a joke
0: and oh. we can end this thing in style. All right. Um, tell you a joke. All right, three Jews work into a bar. Okay, that's it. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> <coughs> and everyone just got along.
1: <laughs> and they just ordered some drinks. Yeah, it was really nice. They hadn't <laughs> seen each other in years.
0: They hadn't caught up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anti-jokes. Anti-jokes.